and welcome to Frontier Fiction, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are coming to you all the way from the frozen north. It's not easy to stay sane in Alaska, so we get together with one of our favorite games to let the voices in our heads out to play. My name is Veda, and I'll be playing Shay Trembler, the survivor. I am Colton, and I'm playing Shavin the Smuggler. And I'm Oisey, and I'll be playing Karthus Coldwell. And I'm Zeb, and I'll be playing the DM. Alright guys, let's roll and see who's doing the recap. Come on, lucky tw- <laughs> I got a 13. I got a 3. I got a 2. Oh. I got a 5. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Shavin, let's hear it. So for starters... Chauvin cornered Gek after seeing that grim and violent display and played an angle trying to convince him to begin enslaving people, more or less, as a demonstration instead of murdering them. Because in Chauvin's mind, if there are people that are not for Gek and they're kept alive and working out and steadily fed, there begins to be a division in the city and stirs the pot a little bit, might give us something to work with in the future and it saves some lives. Let's see, we met with an old man who was following us immediately after that, who ended up being Grim Burrow, who was the author of the strange note that Rave had on her person. And he told us a lot about the world as it stands right now, how we're going to have to make some moral decisions and decide whether we want to start making the right choices for the world or the wrong choices to get a quick coin. Am I missing anything there? The king. Oh, yes. The king abandoned... Uh, did he abandon the war or the people? The war. Right. So he abandoned the war after it was complete, and so now people are left mopping up the mess. Is that about accurate? Uh, yes, except that it wasn't after it was complete. And we banded it partway through? Mm, towards okay. the end. But... Okay. So at this point, the world is kind of divided by who the men call the beasts and uh, mankind, each one believing themselves to be in the right and acting in their own best interests. We pursued a notice board to try to find some work, and we found that the girl who uh, the blacksmith is missing, his daughter is actually the person that was in Chauvin's dark dream. He did not share this information. Karthus met with his old buddy Gek and was able to levy uh, some possible compensation for dealing with the shadow man on the side of the road on the way to Trenton, who is uh, known as Old Man Riley. And he has a house where it's possible that these shadow creatures are originating from that are plaguing everybody. He offered two of his own men to accompany us, though he says they're a little more than fodder, uh, to help seal the deal and do that job. Chauvin got a job smuggling an illicit substance into town. He's very happy about that because it's familiar to him uh, and should pay fairly, hopefully. And after that, the cloaked stranger who does not wear any weapons met up with Karthus outside by accident and then accompanied him into the rough stallion where we all met at a table. He sat down and said, well, let's get this meeting started. Very well done. <laughs> I hope you had a little bit of rest today. It's gonna be a long night. Are you still looking for gold? Always. All right. 
Start on the smaller end, and every task I give you, guarantee you it will be harder than the next. The first one, I'll pay you 25 each. I'm afraid I'm going to need your commitment before I describe it in detail. What do you think, guys? Hmm. Is this a one day sort of, of a job, or several days? This one should just be about an hour or two. Oh, is this wet work? Doesn't have to be. All right, I'm in. I'm in too. Couldn't hurt. Are you going to pay up front or afterwards? <laughs> you forget, I just met you today. True. Afterwards. <laughs> Worth asking. <laughs> so, and he kind of puts his hands together, puts them on the table, leans in, looks around, makes sure nobody's paying attention. This place has got 10 to 15 people in it. There's some noise. I told you before, there's a man playing a lute, a couple people dancing. So there's a lot of other stuff going on here besides you guys. Plenty of background noise to cover. Um, he gets in a little bit closer and he says, You know this is about the doppelganger. There's a few things you should know about them before we uh, start. Uh, you don't have any experience thus far, correct? None. None. That we know of. Yes. <laughs> well, well spoken. So for starters, you need to know that doppelgangers are always attracted to two things. Influence... And money. They crave almost always what they don't have and will do anything to get what they want. So if they see something that they want and somebody stands in the way, you better believe you're going to be seeing some bodies on the side of the road. So that's who I've tracked here. I believe, actually, uh, I believe I saw you speaking to Gek. Uh, what was your name? He's speaking to Carthus. He doesn't know what to address you as. Coldwell. Coldwell, I think that the doppelganger is probably in his circle. A right-hand man, uh, somebody that he trusts, an advisor, a strong military presence, anybody that would uh, be close to authority that would give him power and influence um, and money. Next, I don't know if you've noticed, but this town is a little bit on the fritz. A lot of people are missing at this point. I think you may know why given what you saw this morning. He's speaking mm -hmm. about uh, yeah, Gek okay. killing the man in the street. The Gek has, from what I've gathered, evacuated a certain section of the city over by the east gate. Now, I could get in there myself, but unfortunately, he looks around again, I have a few other obligations at the moment. So I need you guys to get a look in there. It uh, shouldn't be too difficult. They've got some guards, but not that many. You've noticed military presence is not strong here, if at all. So if you go in, I need you to keep an eye out for two men. One, very tall, extraordinarily so, seven and a half feet. Also pretty lanky. He's uh, one of Gek's most trusted men. The other man, ironically, is short and stout. Uh, he may look harmless, but I would not confront him if you can avoid it. Uh, these men, I want you to tail them. Uh, split up if you have to. If you don't, that's great. They might be together, but I guarantee they'll be in that area. I need you to look for anything suspicious. Doppelgangers have a few, a few tells. Uh, one, obviously they are very jealous. So if somebody has something they want and they can't get it, they are very quick to have a temper. 
So keep an eye out for that. And the other is that they are very attracted to money. So if there's an opportunity to grab money, to get money, to earn money, or to steal money, they'll be on that as well. Can you do that? Certainly. I also, while you're over there, just for my own curiosity, I'd like to know what they're doing in that area. Though it's not entirely pertinent to this mission. You might be curious as well. And hey, that might be worth a few more gold. This sounds like exactly my line of work. I'm very excited about this. Alright. Well, I'm gonna get to that other project I was telling you about. Let's meet back here in a couple hours. Alright, well... How do we want to start? Let's uh, get a look at a few of the lackeys of Mr. Geck, just for me, for reference, mm. and mosey over that direction and kind of get a look at the quarantined area and see how it is being cordoned off. All right. All right. So do we know where we might find a concentrated amount of these guys? Could go check on our horses. That's not a bad idea, just in general. Let's start there. All right. I don't know where else to start. I haven't seen a whole ton of them, even around his place. All right. Well, let's, uh, we get up and, and uh, Chauvin starts heading, heading out of the, uh, out of the rough stallion and towards where Pig's tied up. Hmm. I follow. Nice. Um, you guys kind of squirming your way out of there. It's pretty crowded. Dodging a few spilled drinks on your way out. And back to the barracks, you say? Yeah. Okay. As you come out of the rough stallion, um, it's darker, obviously. The uh, sun has set. There's still a little bit of a glow in the sky, but on the streets, uh, the lamps are lit. Mm-hmm. Um, there are very few people out. Most of them are in their homes or in the bars. Uh, there's a couple drunk people uh, slumping across the side of the building out there. And if you head up north towards the barracks, um, you'd get there in 10, 15 minutes. Um, give me a perception check as you get closer to the barracks. 17. Me too. 17, 17, 8. Chauvin and Shay, uh, well, you all three notice that you don't see any horses in the stall. Um, but Chauvin and Shay, you notice that the gate is open. Um, and that the rope that you had them tied to is uh, cut and laying on the ground. I find this upsetting. Blood will be spilled tonight. (laughs) Pig is gone. No. Well, it can't be easy to hide a horse. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to shout at the top of my lungs, Pig! Here, Pig! (laughs) Well, Pig doesn't come. Now listen carefully. (laughs) Uh, this is folks around inside the stalls just looking for anything that doesn't belong. Okay. Um, as you head towards the, the stalls, um, he's yelling, uh, guard, one of his henchmen, I'm going to call, start calling him henchmen because they're not guards, Right. Uh, comes out of the building and says, hey, quit your yelling. You, uh, sir, by chance, seen where our mounts might have headed towards? And he looks at the stall and looks back at you and he, Kind of suppresses a, a smile. Said, no, I, I have no idea. You can roll me an inside check if you want. I'm can leaning I towards intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intimidation. 
And Karthus, as you get to the stall, roll me in a, in a perception. Okay. I got a 14. I got a 13. Karthus, you got a 12 on your perception inside the stalls. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three separate small stalls. And in yours and in Shay's, doesn't look like anything is really going on here. Okay. But in um, Pig's stall, uh, on the front board... Uh, the inside of the front board, you mm-hmm. see a, uh, a smear of blood, like there was blood on somebody's hand, and they pushed the door open with it. What about the fourth horse? Oh, oh right, because Rave had a horse. Yeah, same as the other two. Okay. Carthus <laughs> <laughs> turns around, walks back out, and says, Shavin, take a look in there. Looks like Pig had some fun before he got taken. He you didn't sh- want to go willingly. Good boy. I, I, can I look in, inside? Yeah, what was your insight check on the man? 14. 14. 13. 13, yeah, you both know he's not being entirely forthright with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you go into the stall, you would see uh, all the hay, like, misplaced. Uh, there's a broken board on the back. And uh, give me, well, now I'm already telling you this. You go in, Karthus probably said look for something specific. Um, and you see that that uh, bloody hand smear on the, the door to open it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turn to the gentleman I addressed a moment ago and say, Hey, will you take a look at this real quick? I am uh, kind of busy at the moment. Really? Busier than uh, uh, appeasing your boss? You sure don't look like my boss. No, he's not going to be happy, though, and I need to tell him something. So maybe you can help me, and we won't drop your name in description when we tell him what happened here. <laughs> You're a funny guy. Oh, I wasn't joking, but I get that a lot. Uh, you can roll me This up. is my joking face. And I, I smile at him with showing a lot of teeth. Like, that's the face I make when I'm joking. This is my holy crap, Gecko's gonna be pissed face. Give me a persuasion or deception. As he's saying that, I want to like... Or intimidation. If there's any lanterns everywhere, I want them just to flame up and get a little brighter. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, give me... Does that aid me? Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, yeah, you kind of do that while he's talking. As uh-huh. he gets louder and maybe a little more madder, make him a little more intense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, advantage, so roll, roll another. That's a 19 persuasion. Okay. He, uh, his, his smile is no longer suppressed. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he drops the cup that he was holding and he looks back because it was a lantern on the by the front of the door that he came out of. He's like... <laughs> Uh, it's look. Uh, I I don't. I didn't do it. I I don't know. I don't know. And I, but but Gecko's not gonna be mad. It was it was his idea. Are you sure? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Or was it someone who looked like Gecko? What, what are you talking about? Hmm. I think you told me everything I need to know. I I hope I hope. So can I go? He kind of I want like... to memorize his face, squinting at him. Okay. What's your name? Uh, George. Do you want me to tell Gecko George did a good job today, or do you have another name? But I don't, I don't understand. That doesn't Gecko... surprise me. Gecko's gonna be mad that I that I told him that I told you what? Willie. He's just really confused right now because <laughs> he thinks that he, like, betrayed his orders. <laughs> You're kind of confused now. <laughs> can, can I go? <laughs> okay, George. 
Have a good day. Okay, I, I will. I will. He turns, kind of rushes inside. <sighs> well, while we're in the seclusion of this, it's like a stable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's it's like an open stable. There's there's a fence around the front where horses could come out. There's mm-hmm. posts in the middle that they tie them to for like the running exercises, and then the fronts of the stables kind of open so they can see inside of it. Um, I would like to spend. 10 gold pieces worth of material and cast a spell. All right. I'm going to summon my familiar and I'm going to do it in the form of an imp. Great. Mm -hmm. So I think that looks like me uh, taking out Rave's sword and I clear the hay off the ground and I draw a circle in the dirt and I kind of throw the materials into the circle and then I take some incense and I burn it and I like throw it down and when it hits the uh, when it hits the circle it flares up and then this like demonic form starts emerging and growing and growing and then it shrinks down into a tiny imp that's sitting there kind of chimp like with sharp teeth and looking back and forth with beady eyes mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like man you're ugly hide yourself and then it goes invisible great the only thing i'm gonna add is i'm gonna say the the flame was mm. green okay yeah absolutely right as he was doing that i like sat down pulled out my amp- apple and was like shining it just like looked up stopped <laughs> <laughs> and i continued to shine the apple and put it back shay seems to like have a, a keen interest in your familiars <laughs> she's gonna try to make friends with the imp too <laughs> good luck i i just uh, instruct the imp to sit on my shoulder. Mm. And it hops up. That uh, This might be a dumb question, but imps can't fly, can they? Because <laughs> if it can fly, then the pseudo dragon would have no purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can fly. a lot cooler than the imp. Yeah. You say it can fly? Some ways, yeah. Okay. It can fly a lot faster than it can run. Great. All right. I thought it was a dumb question because they couldn't fly, but apparently it's a great question because they can. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Good job, me. <laughs> All right. The imp uh, sailing at your shoulder, uh, it feels your emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels very much that you are uh, enraged um, and also kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> you lost something. I think the anger is hiding this the, the sadness. Mm. Well, let's not waste any time. Uh, I guess we can head towards the east gate and keep an eye out for our horses on the way. Maybe uh-huh. next time you meet with... Uh, your old buddy, you can ask him if he's where he's keeping our horses safe for us. I think that we're... Yeah. That's what I'll tell him. That's what I'll say to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How else are we supposed to get to the old man's Riley house without our horses? Yeah. I'm not interested in walking. Me either. Walking's for chumps. Mm-hmm. And chimps. Mm-hmm. Or amps. And wimps. <laughs> And simps. Oops. <laughs> okay, so we'll circle around that direction kind of wide, getting a look at the area that's sink- or sectioned off and seeing how they're keeping it secluded. Mm. If you if you first made your way to sort of the center of town where that fountain was, mm-hmm. it would give you a clear direction of which way was to the east gate because mm-hmm. there are four large roads 
coming from that one in each direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could very easily traverse that road. Um, it's very much a residential uh, type place. A lot of houses, um, a couple two-story houses, but mostly very small shacks. And as you get closer and closer towards that area, um, there were some lights kind of burning in the windows of some of these houses. But um, about a, a quarter mile through, um, the lights, they're gone. There's no clotheslines outside of the houses. There's no, there's doors open and uh, wheelbarrows, they tipped over on their sides. It looks like a deserted ghost town. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing blocking it. It's just very clear that those areas are vacant. At this point in time, there's you don't see anything blocking it. Mm-hmm. At this point, when you have quite a bit of city to go, like three quarters of a mile, before you get to the gate. Okay, uh, Chauvin will duck inside one of the houses that have the door hanging open. Okay, and I want to uh, pass my hand over my face and change my appearance to look like. Uh, the alleged, do you say John was the name he gave? George. George. Yeah. The alleged George. Uh, and then come back out. Great. Uh, you guys just waiting for him out there? Mm-hmm. Great. And you guys keep heading down the main road? There are several. You could uh, offshoot the road going through. You could try to take an alley if you wanted, or you can go straight down the middle. So... <clears throat> Is there a corner that people have to come around to get to this particular area before they even see us? Or how? I'm not quite sure what it looks like. I know you just did a little bit of describing, but mm-hmm. I didn't get a real clear picture. Yeah. All right. Uh, just like if you're walking down the street, like a residential street, and there's houses on the side, mm-hmm. and every once in a while there's like a small off street okay. to go across, or you could go between the houses, kind of like the alleys, mm-hmm. um, just like that, except smaller, more bunched together, more like Chinatown. Okay. Okay. Well, then, Karthus isn't going to do anything dramatic. He's just going to throw his hood over his head and keep walking. Down the Yep, down the main center. road. Down the main road. Okay. As soon as you guys get that gut feeling, we can duck into one of these houses and I can send my little buddy here out to take a look around for us if you want. All right. Okay. Sounds okay. good. So you want me to pause somewhere for a gut feeling? Because um, right now you're all just walking right down the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do the perception and perception insight. Okay. Investigation. So you, yeah. Check. Great. It's a good plan. All three? It's a good plan. All three of those. Only three. No, it's good. <laughs> All right, so you guys walk for a bit longer, another quarter mile. Uh, why don't you give me a perception check at this point? Five. One. Twenty-one. Nine. Five. Nine. Uh, Shay and Carthus, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. It still seems pretty quiet. Uh... You don't see anybody patrolling the road. But, Shavan, you hear faint voices coming from a house, a couple houses down and inside the house. It sounds like they're arguing. I go, and I hold up a, a fist, and then I point towards whatever the nearest abandoned building is and duck in that direction. Hmm. Across the street from this house or yeah. on the same street? All right. Across the street. Oh. I'll stealthily follow as I can. Stealthily follow. Give me a stealth check. You just gave me an opportunity for you to make a noise. 
Oh. <laughs> if you get a crit well, fail, oh boy. <laughs> crap. It's okay. I got a 13. Nice. Yeah. Nimbly. Bimbly. <laughs> Wimbly. Are there any windows like, that are facing that place? Yeah. Uh, so you creep inside and I gesture towards one of the windows so they can, and I point towards the building that I think that the noises are coming from. And then I want to kind of just sit cross-legged in the corner, out of sight from outside at all, and pull my hood up over my head. And I push my conscience into the mind of my imp companion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, you can kind of hear his wings start flapping. And he scuttles out the door, and then he's going to flap up towards that building. Is there, is there like a ledge he could land on underneath the window? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or... Oh, no, there's no drain pie. Yeah, this, this building that they're in is a two-story, and actually from the house across that you guys want, would have seen, um, after coming going to the left a bit, you would notice that there is like a little dim light coming from that window, and it's a two-story, and so it's sort of like a balcony-type thing mm -hmm. uh, that your imp could land on. I'll have him uh, soar down, not flapping, and land there and listen for a minute. Hmm. Yeah, he hears a lot of uh, back and forth inside. It seems like they're... Uh... Give me a perception check for your M. Hmm. He gets an 8. He can tell they're very upset, and there's a mention of a wagon, but they're, they're, the window's closed, and so the voices are kind of muffled. So you mm -hmm. get, like, wagon, the boss, uh, disappointed, better hurry kind of stuff can uh, i'll have him just look into the window mm -hmm. all right if he looks in he sees two men one short and stout um very sturdy looking mm -hmm. and one really tall gentleman um, that almost has to duck to knock his head on the ceiling mm -hmm. so i described that scene uh through my mouth back in the in the building with my companions and say i think I think these are the two gentlemen that we're looking for. Where are they? Second story. Uh, the amps looking at them through the window right there, and I want to pull my consciousness back and point towards the window that he's uh, waiting at. And uh, at this point, uh, your imp has probably noticed that they've left that room, and give me a perception. The imp? Yeah. He gets a 12. 12? And he hears footsteps going down the stairs. And then, are you two, what are you doing in that room? Are you watching that other building? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see the and door the open and the two gentlemen come out. Okay. And uh, one of them lights a cigar, the short, stout one, puffs it, and uh, says, Hurry! I'll, uh, I'll get the next round. You get, <clears throat> you get this one. And the other guy, uh, he responds, Well, okay, but... I just, I didn't like doing this kind of work. Well, that's what the boss wants, so you better get to it. I know, I know what the boss wants. I know what the boss wants. Um, he starts walking, but he's like kicking, kicking the rocks as he goes, like walking down uh, the direction you guys were heading towards the East Gate. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll have the imp flap up to the roof so he has a really good view from on high. Are there any landmarks nearby, any buildings that are even taller? Um, 
from the roof, your imp would notice that the house line kind of cuts off. Uh, there seems to be some burnt down houses as mm-hmm. it gets closer to the gate. Mm-hmm. Like they cleared as like a controlled brush fire. Uh, got rid of the houses and uh, cleared a lot of the wood out. And they've got uh, uh, wagons set up. They've got four or five wagons set up closer to the gate uh, with men in them waiting for orders. I just describe that scene again to my companions. And then I say, do you want to keep just uh, having the imp look at things? Or do you guys want to move in closer? If we have to act quickly, we'll be a ways off if we stay here. But at the same time, ways off is much safer. We are kind of on an observe and report mission here, so. Yeah. The man said to avoid running in with the short man if possible. Why the short man specifically? He just said he's meaner than he looks. Hmm. Particularly dangerous, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Did you guys give me another perception check at this point? <laughs> Eleven. Fifteen. With the who? Them? For me or me or the imp? Uh, you still in your imp's mind? You can't really see from both at the same time, can you? So uh, be yeah, no, I'd be in his mind right now. You're still in the imp, yes, yeah, so yeah. just you two. You got a 15, Shay? Yes. You would notice that the stout man has taken a turn, um, is heading towards one of the alleys, closer to you in your direction versus towards the wall. Hmm. It looks like one of the, the that guy is going into the alley, so they've split up. And the tall man's still walking down the road. You can still see him from where you're at. Well, one of you could stay here and keep an eye on me because I, I'm going blind and the other could tail one one person or the other. Does that sound like a good plan? Not really, but we can work with it. <laughs> I hate your ideas, but I don't have one of my own. <laughs> you want to go Shay, or shall I? Do you feel more comfortable? I don't see any cats to step on. <laughs> this is Shay's chance for redemption. <laughs> <laughs> well, supposedly are pretty good to, at sneaking around. Let's see if what you can do. All right, all right. I'll, I'll supposedly. tell you I'll tell really him. Supposedly. You, you haven't done really good in the past, but supposedly you can. <laughs> Not as uncomfortable here as in my old, old town, even with the dang cat. <laughs> All right, well, give it a shot. See what happens. All right, I'm going to go out and try to tail the guy at a distance. Which, Which one? one? The short stout one. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, give me an initial stealth check before you leave the building, or as you leave the building. All right. Are you going out the front? Are you going out the back? Um, I'll go out the back. Out the back? Yeah, so I'm not in the main road, but in an alley. Okay, but great. I'll look, if there's people, then I won't go out the back. <laughs> great. Yeah, are all cats. Or cats. <laughs> Notoriously, or cats hang out behind buildings. Um, cats kind of like to follow me. I got an 18 for stealth. Wait, perfect. not 18. 16. 16. There you go. Almost perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make it out the the back. Um, it's the, the back alley of this house, and you come around the corner. Give me an investigation, because you can't see the man anymore. All right. Mm. <laughs> uh, six. So do you kind of head towards the alley you saw them heading towards before? Yes. All right. So once you get over there, give me a perception check. All right. Four. Somehow, <laughs> you cannot see this man that is most likely right in front of you. <laughs> All right. 
but you are pretty stealthy at the moment. You feel pretty confident that nobody's seen you. Would you like to go down the alley? Um. Can the can I see this happening? Is the imp? Uh, is the imp tailing the other guy? So I thought that that was He's the plan. Just on the they, they just split up, right? Like a minute ago, they've they've split up quite a bit. And they're going opposite directions. Okay. So, uh, so probably not then. Right. You the imp would have seen him go towards the alley. Mm-hmm. So he's in. Can I? If I went around the other side of the house and around, could I still get back to that same alley? You could the one that he went to. You yes, could. I'd like to do that then. All right, great. Uh, you head around the far end of the house. And as you come around this end, uh, give me both a stealth and a perception. All right. I'll do perception first for an 11, and I got uh, 19 plus 8 for stealth. 27. Yeah, you are the knight, um, and it's not even night-night yet. It's still like <laughs> 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Uh, and as you, with the 11, as you come around to the corner, you hear a little bit of a shuffling around the end. Around the end. All right. Is there anything I can hide behind to wait yeah there's a stack of crates uh right in front of you on the corner of the house um also across there's another house with a window that you could possibly open and get in all time to get into the house okay uh the window is locked you can give me a uh, lock picking all right anything over a 10 yeah great yeah, the window pops open. It's just like sliding the latch up on the other side. I'm good with locks. Great. Can you get in the window without making noise? So, but... <laughs> you are a dead silent the night. All right, so I and just have if to... You, yeah, if you beat a 10 getting in this window. With an acrobatics? Yeah. Yes, I got an 11. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, redeeming myself. Stuff. Okay, um, while she's... Finagling with windows, Karthus, are you, oh, sorry, um, Chauvin, mm-hmm. or has the imp left the building, kind of like fluttering above the man walking down the road, or what is he doing? Oh, it's, it's staying back about 30 feet, mm-hmm. uh, and as much as it can, it's soaring and not fluttering, and landing at just good places, intersections where it can watch him move for a good bit, and then it'll catch up until it's about 30 feet away again. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, you made your way pretty far down at this point uh, to the edge of the houses that have been burnt down. Mm-hmm. Um, so after this point, everything is blackened, for the most part cleared out. And the tall man heads heads towards uh, the wagon on the far left and is uh, talking to the other man there. But I think your imp 30 feet is too far away to hear what they're talking about. Okay. Um... Unless he has some special listening skill. What would it have to roll to here that far, 30 feet? Um, beat 15 and disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll try. Uh, nope. No? So it'll it'll uh, it'll land down on like a burnt down support beam nearby within 20 feet, I guess. <laughs> That's like a stone's throw. Great. Um, give me a stealth check for the imp. Okay. Um, or survival check, what some or perception or investigation to see if the, you landed on a stable support beam. Well, if, if it didn't look overwhelmingly stable, it wouldn't land on it. Well, you're saying that if it didn't look 
like it was supportive, you wouldn't land on it. So that would be a perception or investigation. Okay. By your words. All right. Crit fail. Yeah. Um, it looked like a really sturdy beam, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you landed on it and it, it cracked and crumbled. Okay. Um, and the man at the wagon turns around and he says, you, what, what was that? I don't say anything. <laughs> you, you know, so. Well, the imp is invisible, uh, but he did hear it. He says, Grim, go check that out, would you? Yes, I know it sounded like a request, but I'm telling you to do it. Okay. So the guy that gets out of the wagon that he was talking to and starts walking towards that mm-hmm. uh, building that the imp was in. Okay. Uh, the imp, when it lands, I just make it... Uh, walk on the cobblestone 10 feet to the left of the incident. Great. Uh, now you can do the advantage stealth check. Okay. It's an 18. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he comes over and he, ins- he inspects this average Joe of a man inspects the, the building and says, Yeah, it looks like a burnt down building to me. I don't know why he wanted me to check this out. Obviously, these things are going to break. I don't know why they burn them down anyway. It's just a lot of work. And he's just like grumbling to himself as he mm-hmm. walks away. I don't see anything. Hey, I don't see anything here, boss. And uh, it looks like um, the man that was talking to him, the tall skinny man, mm-hmm. um, has gotten in the wagon and is now moving the wagon uh, with his ox towards the gate. Okay. We're going to cut back to Shay. Uh, in this window, um, you now have a pretty good vantage point of just barely peeking around the corner there. Mm-hmm. And and from behind that corner uh, comes a man that looks remarkably, if not identically, like Gek. Gek? Mm-hmm. Um, he's looks like he's wearing the clothes that he normally wears. Um, so whatever the shuffling was back there, maybe you could assume that he was changing clothes. Um, but he comes out wearing the same cloak, has the same uh, dark orange hair, and is uh, coming back out of the, the alley the way that you came in the alley. So it's a good thing you went in that window. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. So he's like basically like walking by my window? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to duck down and listen until I feel like he's gone around the corner. Great. Uh, so I don't make eye contact with him. <laughs> okay. Hi. What you doing back there? <laughs> Well, you rolled a 27 on yourself, so he doesn't see you. Okay. You just got, like, one eye peeking around the, okay. at the very corner of the, the board. But That's you good. can give me a, a perception check to know when he's cool. kind of gone. Four. I mean, five. Five. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are sneaky, but not observant. <laughs> no, I'm very focused on being quiet right now. <laughs> That's how she's able to be so quiet. All my just other focus senses. on your feet. Focus on your feet, Shay. <laughs> Whoops, is there I any other windows that. in the building too? Um, like the front door and stuff. The front door is is um, the way that you came. So you're in the back of the house in the window. It's a small house. So if you went through one door, you would be in the very small living room and able to see out the front door that's hanging on its latches. Is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. If yeah, since I'd feel like I couldn't hear anything, I'd try to see if he's gone around. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you come out that door, you see Gek. Just like come right into the door view as he's passing by and give me a, a acrobatics um, check to get out of his sight um, quick enough for him to see you. So he's coming in then? 
In this building. No, he's walking by, but you came out to the front of the door, um, and you see see him kind of coming into your peripheral, and so you got to get out of the way so he doesn't see you. Okay. Got to let out your hand sometime. Eight. Eight. Great. Uh, what do you do? What, what does it look like when you try to get out of out of vision of somebody? I'm gonna have to have a visual of what it looks like. So the window, um, you're you're standing right in front of the front door, mm-hmm. and there's a window on the right, and that's where you kind of see him in your peripheral. Mm-hmm. Him coming past that window, you know he's coming to the front door, and so you could try to dive under a table. You could just kind of move to the side and kind of squeeze against the wall as close as you can. But that's what it looks like. But that's what it looks like. Is there a window on the whatever other side that the, the left side? <laughs> There is not. Um, but give me a perception check in the split instance that you have to... Twelve. Twelve. All right, you see a sheet on the ground to your right. All right, well, then I'm going to crouch down and go into the sheet. Go into the sheet? All right, great. Can you... I do that with an eight? Yeah. <laughs> you and buy 27 holes stuff. In it. Got, got little ghost holes in it? Yeah. Yeah. Got, little go- no. got my little Esteban on the I'm joking. Oh That's a lot. I think he's useful for something. Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what he does <laughs> with all of his spare time. Uh, if you don't know, Esteban is, is, is her uh, pet mouse that lives in her pocket. So you uh, you duck under the sheet and you hear footsteps go from across the front porch. Then they don't stop. And they keep going, and they get quieter. And then it sounds like they change from uh, on top of wood to on top of cobblestone, and they start to fade. All right, I'm gonna take a a peek out and see if I can see him. You you see him about twenty feet off. He's starting to make his way down back towards the center of town, the way you guys came in. All right. Shot and let's cut back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man that was inspecting the house has kind of started to meander back. He noticed that the tall slender man took his wagon. He's like. Hey, hold up. That's my wagon. And he just runs off towards the wagon. Okay. Uh, the imp is going to take flight and just circle overhead of the wagon. Carthus mm-hmm. gets a little bored and just sits down. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like staring at, at Shavin, who's sitting on the ground, right? Well, you know what? It, um, Are the other wagons manned? No. Okay. The imp is going to... Uh, get a look at where the wagon's headed, and then swoop down and look inside one of the other wagons. Great. He uh, notices that the wagon is heading straight towards the gate, mm-hmm. which you can see visibly now it's open, mm-hmm. um, with uh, one guard standing by the gate. It's a pretty uh, sparse staffing tonight. And if you go down to the wagon, it's got a sheet covering it. Does the imp pull up a sheet? Cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like a tarp. Mm-hmm. And he pulls this up, and underneath um, are partially rotted uh, corpses. Uh, give me you, Shavin, not the imp. Give me a perception check on these bodies to kind of examine the layout and the number of them, if you recognize any of them. Sure, it's a nine. Nine? You can't get a firm number on how many there are. You can't, it's hard to tell where one ends and one begins. It's all knees and elbows. <laughs> yeah, all knees and elbows, um, but on the left corner uh this this is a fresher body that doesn't have um nearly as many much dirt on the face as many wounds on it uh, it just seems to have a slit on its throat and you recognize this as the man that Gek killed uh this morning who was looking for his wife mm. i'm talking to Carthus, and i'm like well at least in there's four wagons and in the one 
imp checked, there's uh, a lot of bodies, including the old man from this morning. Oh. Can I check the other two real quick? Mm -hmm. What are they using the bodies for? I don't know, but they're heading out of town with the first wagon load. Who's who's collecting them? They may be heading towards the area where we were attacked by those shadow things. Or blankets. I'd be curious why they would use the east gate. Then again, if it is... If it is sectioned off, then people wouldn't see wagon loads of bodies going by. And I don't, I, th- I know they can use people. I don't remember if, has to, if they have to be live people or not to create those things. The shadows? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going back in, and I flip my hood up and go back into the imp's head as I check the other two wagons. Uh, the other two wagons look, look the same. Mm-hmm. Um, as you kind of work your way down, it looks like the bodies are older and older. Mm-hmm. Um, Gross. Not their age, but mm-hmm. like how long they've been dead. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, categorize them by <laughs> age and sexuality. So I swoop back up into the air and uh, fly over to the gate and land on that. On the gate? Mm-hmm. From there you can see the... Give me a perception. Okay. There's some torches lit, so it's not disadvantage in the dark. 16. 16. Yeah, you see the man in the, the wagon. Mm-hmm. The other man has caught up to him. Mm-hmm. and is in the passenger seat, and they're riding out of town and turning left, which would be south. They are headed south. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's about all we were asked to do. So I uh, give the imp instructions to return to me. Actually, you know what? I just dismiss it, and I resummon him on the floor in front of me. Oh, you can do that instantaneously? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I can dismiss him to a pocket dimension and then summon him within 30 feet. That's pretty sick. Yes, I just read that and it made things easier. (laughs) Easier and harder. Uh, And uh, I pull my hood back. I go, they headed south, so that would line up. I guess we should just wait here uh, maybe another hour to see what Shay finds out and if we don't we don't find her we should do a quick search and then head back to the uh to the rough stallion see if she's there okay hey did, Karth, did Karth, they, mm-hmm. uh, i was gonna say Carthus, give me a uh what's it called when you do something like for the past historical right History? i'm History? doing i'm doing something now but i meant i meant i mean do it for like 10 minutes ago oh like a retcon retcon yeah give me a retcon perception check okay 11, you would have noticed a uh, man that looks very familiar to you as Gek come around uh, out of the alley that Shay went into um, and start walking down the road. You wouldn't notice Shay, though. Okay. How long ago was this? Uh, just a couple of minutes. I'd say while he was inspecting the first wagon, she was having that thing with uh, Gek going in front of the door and okay. diving into so the sheet. Okay, so Karthus got up and ran that direction he may or may not see him right away like chase down mm-hmm. Gek. yeah if you would have seen him come around the corner so if you saw him and said i want to follow that guy mm-hmm. you could do that okay but would would karthus shay or shavin told karthus some things just now mm-hmm. how would that fit into the guess you couldn't follow him okay <laughs> <laughs> and he's too that's far the, off to chase him down that's the I mean, no, he's Shouldn't he's like there. 30 feet down the road Okay. at this point because as she was walking by, she noticed, she heard that he was out there. She looked out, 
saw that he was 20, 30 feet down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at this point, she's at the door, seeing there he's going. You just got downloaded from Shavin, and you're looking out the window while Shavin's talking to you, and like, yeah, that's great, Shavin. Uh, I see Gek. <laughs> I was hoping I could do something like that. Okay. okay. Uh, let's hold that thought. I'm going to chase this guy down here real quick and see why he's here. Keep an eye on me just in case. Okay, be careful. Uh, and I'm going to lean back in the doorway and send the... Well, I'm just going to hold the invisible imp out, like, by the waist, looking out. <laughs> yeah, by the waist. <laughs> like a cartoon or something, and it's it's looking around the corner for me. Nice. And I, and I go, hey, sorry I called you ugly. You're super handy. <laughs> <laughs> Not very agile, but <laughs> super handy. And Karthus just gets up and runs after Gek. To stalk him or to catch him and to say what's up? Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, you're able to catch him. Uh, I'm going to roll a d20 for his perception. Yeah, he hears you coming and turns around and says, Hey, what are, you, what are you doing out here? Oh, just real living old times. What are you doing? This is my town. Yeah? Did you not, did you not notice that this place was kind of uninhabited? Perfect. Yeah, I thought so too. Hey, um, you're gonna need to get out of here. Oh, really? Why's yeah, that? I don't think that I need to explain myself to you. Not even for old time's sake? Give me a perception check. Uh, you can also, actually all three of you can, because you're looking from the door. You see Karthus run down the street and catch this guy. He's just like, what the heck are you doing? Work. 21. 14. Ooh, three. Oh. I'm kind of mad, maybe. <laughs> I <laughs> saw. Somebody's still closing their eyes, huh? <laughs> okay. Shay got a three. Shavin, 21. Shavin, 21. Karthus, what did you get? 14. 14. Uh, both Shavin and Karthus, you notice um, from down the road, from the direction that you mm-hmm. came, are two guards with their uh, with their pole arms walking towards you. Uh, is he within 30 feet of me? Uh, Gek? No, Karthus. Not if he caught up to Gek, okay. because Gek was 30 feet away mm-hmm. before he started running after mm-hmm. him. Okay. Uh, Karthus raises his voice and says, Hey, Shavin, I think I might have found him. Why would you do that? Please, <laughs> Shavin, you can come out. Hopefully, Shay heard that, too. <laughs> he yelled loud enough to... Try to get She's her like, attention. nope, I rolled a three on my perception. <laughs> I hear nothing. <laughs> but that was before he yelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't say my name, did you? No. All right. But he was, tr- he was trying to get more everybody's attention. Uh-huh. Got and, it. Uh, I'm I, only revealing one person. I come out of the building that I'm in with the, uh, the imps kind of hanging out in my hood like a hammock, you know, just playing it cool. Uh, and... Uh, still invisible. Mm-hmm. And I scroll up and I'm like, this one looks pretty good. You should ask your buddy. Oh, hey, there he is. Yeah, you should ask him if we could have this one. Yeah. Hey, Gekko, uh, this fellow right here, I haven't introduced you to him formally yet. This is Shavin. When I'm within 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wait till the- Oh, Karthus, mm-hmm. as I'm approaching, I'm like, observe into his mind. Uh, I speak into his mind. I'm like, observe. And report. Observe <laughs> and report. Observe and report. Get paid. What is the what is the problem here? And I, as, I, as I'm saying that in his head, I wave and I'm like, "Hey, and no, actually, we met earlier uh, in in the square. Had a brief conversation about possibly employing some of the uh, misfits around here as labor." 
yeah, anyway, uh, we found some cool critters back here. Do you still have them? No? Oh. Anyway, we are hoping we could keep some of them if you didn't mind. It's a shiny little thing. Kind of white. Not something we would normally see around here. Weaselish looking. Give me a deception check. But also, take a point of inspiration because I like your thinking. Does <laughs> <laughs> that give me a reroll? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. <laughs> oh boy. He uh, takes a step closer to you and says, You can have any critters you find, but, um. Cool, thanks. Hold yeah. on. Okay. Not in this area. And he turns around and he sees the two guards and he waves them over. Okay. He says, I'm gonna need you to go with them just until you're safe back in your quarters. Perfect, thanks. I say into Carthus's mind, <clears throat> the horses, the horses. Carthus can't talk back via that. No, no can he? Okay. No. Carthus ignores Shaman. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Observe and report. Hey. <laughs> Observe and report. That's the that's the title. For this. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. All right. So uh, the two soldiers come, or soldiers, bandits. Uh, what, did, what did I say I was going to call them? Brigands. Henchmen. Henchmen. Henchmen come over and each each uh, take an arm mm-hmm. and start walking you back down the other ro- down the road. Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, they don't they don't respond. Uh, Carthus, before they start walking, Carthus away. bends his legs up under him so that they're carrying him. <laughs> by the arms you said they, they each grabbed an arm right uh-huh. so he pulls his legs up off the ground no I understood okay. <laughs> just confused why you wouldn't think there would be consequence <laughs> like what um yeah um I'm gonna roll a d20 for attack as one of them uh try to just knock you on the oh, head okay. with it so it's just gonna be flat strength is a 13 hit nope alright <laughs> So they they hit you, but they like stumble while they're trying to. They took a hand off of your arm and like tried to hit you. But they, oh, you they guys don't like that? <laughs> I'm just having some fun. Leave me alone. He pulls his legs up again. He's <laughs> gonna do it again. He's gonna do it again. They're both gonna do it. <laughs> that should be a disadvantage, I think, if they try to both do it because they stumbled last time. <laughs> Does an eighteen hit? Does an eighteen hit? I don't think so. But give me a second. Meat speeds, huh? Yep. Yeah, it hits. It's going to be two damage. <laughs> All right. I, uh, when he gets smacked in the head, I look at Shay and grin. <laughs> Shay? <laughs> you, they don't, you don't know where Shay is. Yeah. She oh, got 27 on she, her still. Yeah, no, yeah she's I'm... still sleeping around. She's like grinning. I just <laughs> grinning. <myself. laughs> uh, and I think my imp snickers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gek is... Uh, Gecko is standing there with his arms crossed looking at you. Shouldn't you uh, be going? He nods towards Oh, I'm following. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have any reason not to. Yeah. Alright. They lead you guys. Uh, Shay, what are you doing at this point? I'm... um, I can... They're walking away and I can see Gek, right? How far Mm -hmm. away is Gek from me? Uh, Gek is like 40 feet. 40 feet. Alright, I want to... Go back out the window I came in. Okay. The back door. The back window? Mm-hmm. Great. And I want to 
quickly look around the corners and see if I can see anything. I want to just observe the, the alleyway that I saw get come out of and the other guy go into real quick. So you want to investigate the back of the house, not yeah. the front? Not the front, the back. Great. But you got out there um, fine, easy. Uh, but give me an investigation check. All right. You roll another three. I'm gonna... I had a crit fail. Oh, gosh. After Karthus got hit that last time, he just mumbles and complains about them being no fun. <laughs> Does he start walking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a crit fail? Mm-hmm. For investigation. Mm, gotcha. Plus two. Yeah, you're back there, and for some reason, you somehow, between there and the point that you were looking, you took a wrong turn. <laughs> Alright. Um, and it wound up in the front of the house. <laughs> I'm just kidding, that's, that's not possible. <laughs> but you didn't see anything. Alright. It's not possible, but you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. It's amazing what happens with a crit fail. Alright. Well, I'm going to wait to hear and listen to see if Get passes. Mm-hmm. What direction he's going. Um, and, yeah, if I hear him. Give me a... I'm going to do it in... Uh, competing in uh, perception versus your stealth because he's suspicious at this point so he's looking around to see what's happening because he remembers there being more people in your party when he originally saw you. Alright. Um, so do I need to roll another stealth? Yeah. Alright. I got a 23. Nice. He got a 3. So great. He does not spot you. He comes. Uh, you see him come towards the alley and he looks down where, where he came but he thinks to himself... There's no way that I wouldn't have seen her there. I was over there. Mm-hmm. So he goes back towards the house that they were in, and he doesn't see anybody else in there. And then he starts walking down the road back the direction that they came. But quite a ways back. Like, they've gone. Like towards the gate or towards town? Towards town. Towards town? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to wait till he's like 30, 40 feet again. I'm sorry. No. He walked back towards the gate. He's going towards the gate? He's going towards the gate. All right. Well, then I'm just going to um, head through the alleys back towards town. All right. Great. You'd be able to do that no problem. And they're moving pretty slowly, so you would have even caught up to them at some point. Are you just kind of tailing them now? See where they're going? Yes. Yeah? Or do you care? <laughs> Bunch of amateurs. <laughs> Is there... um? I'll tail them. Good. Yeah. Are there coin purses on these two uh, lackeys? No. Neither not one. that you can see. You can give me a perception, but I know that they don't have them on them. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I can't look them over. I don't see anything. Great. <laughs> um, they would take you guys. You hadn't spent the night here yet. They would take you to a place called Stonin. No, the one on the right, the one that first tried to hit Karthus and missed. Um, he lets go of your arm and points in there and he said you're in number two perfect thanks you guys have a great evening yeah we'll be uh we'll be around of course you will i will too and they they kind of step back and they nod for shaman to go into what's the best place to drink here yeah probably my favorite's the sipping stone the sipping stone hmm sounds all right mm-hmm but uh I don't think you'll be making it there tonight. No, I was asking for tomorrow. We've been up for hours. Gotta go to bed. Mm. Sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. Where are you gonna be? Around. All right. Well, that's where I'll see you. And I walk inside. Karthus immediately heads towards his room after getting directions or 
if if it's obvious, he'll head that direction. Mm-hmm. They would have the room and hops out the window. <laughs> <laughs> they would have uh, handed you a key, okay, and to go in uh, because Gek is lining this out. And number two mm-hmm. is uh, just down the hall, but the room is on the street side where they are. Oh, <laughs> convenient. So with with that information, do you still want to go out the window? No, but he does stick his head out and waves up the guards. <laughs> As I'm going inside, can I stoop over and, and pick up three small pebbles? Yeah. Hell yeah. So, this is a rock town. They're all over the place. I do that and I put them in my fists and there's a little flash of light as I'm walking in and I just stick them back over my shoulder and drop them into my hood and as I walk in I want my imp to take the three stones under its arm and jump out of my hood and uh, flap up onto the roof and what are the guards doing? Uh, They're just talking with each other right now they just got a wave from Karthus and they just shake their head and so one of them goes over to the window and posts there, and the other one stays by the front door. Okay. Which one Karthus. smacked Karthus? Uh, the one that's staying by the door. And which one door. was uh, being rude and creepy to me? Same one or different one? Uh, same one. Okay, yeah. So the imp is going to, uh, from the roof, drop its invisibility and throw one of my magic stones at his head. Great. <laughs> <laughs> While this is happening, Carthus is just talking at the guy that's posted at the window. <laughs> just chat. What, what kind of things is he chatting with him about? He he asks him what the sipping stone's like, why he prefers it, where, what, why he doesn't like the other bars, or. <laughs> Are you trying to make, kind of make friends with this guy? Kind of. Persuasion or performance? Okay. Which one? Or deception? Because you obviously don't really like this guy. What did you roll for your attack? Carthus. 17. 17? That is a hit. Okay. How much damage does that do? Uh, it's gonna be... 8. 5 damage. 5 damage. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> and then, <laughs> while he's trying to figure out what's going on, uh, it'll just step away from the, the ledge and turn invisible again, holding the other two stones, and I, I imagine going... <laughs> Does uh does going invisible take an action? Yeah. Okay, so it couldn't attack and then immediately go invisible before he had an opportunity to see it. Depends on your uh your definition of immediately. All right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm gonna give him an opportunity to uh spot. So we'll do um if he rolls higher than a thirteen, mm-hmm. then he knows where it came from, but doesn't necessarily see the guy. Then see if it has a passive stealth. Thing. No, it's got high stealth, but not nothing passive. Yeah. Oh well, he rolled a an eight, so he doesn't see nothing. Okay. But he's like, look, what, what, what hit me? What, what was that? I'm looking around frantically, but he doesn't see the the imp. The imp's gonna fly. Let me see how many feet away here. Eighty feet away from him. Eighty feet away. While well, it's invisible, yeah. Okay, great. And throw another one. <laughs> Where did he fly to? Oh, just like a rooftop down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Give me another attack roll. Sure. What happens here? Natural twenty. Nice. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. 
noise. Okay. 13 damage. 13 damage. Mm-hmm. Great. It just like this little thing can like barely get both of its hands around this rock and it just leans back, but it glows when it when it cocks it backwards and then it throws it and it just kind of goes like two feet forward and then it goes and it flashes bright and goes flying, flying over and smacks him again. Right. It's a glowing rock. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have to beat at 13. He's just got to beat at 10. For what? Uh, to see where it came from, because from it's a glowy rock. 80 feet away. It's a glowy rock, man. That's, you said it. That's flavor. <laughs> that's something I made up. Well, he crit. So. Okay. Yeah, so he sees exactly where it came from, and he sees this dark figure, mm-hmm. because of the torches are lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees this just dark little monkey figure sitting on the roof. Just like, Does he get a stealth check? A stealth check? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after this, he's he goes over to the other guard and says, hey, this, "Something hit me with rocks. I'm I'm going I'm going inside." As soon as he says says that, a cloud of mites starts. What the hell? <laughs> Is a cloud of mites? Yes. What is this? <laughs> just a thing? It just starts to form around him, and he has to make a constitution oh saving gosh. throw. Okay, what is that? Oh my gosh. Uh, 17. How do I know if that works or not? I don't know. <laughs> so it's against your spell save DC. Oh, my spell save DC. Yep. Which is probably like a right. 13. Um, there it is. 12. Yep. So yes. he makes a save. He so makes what? It. What's the? Does it have anything that happens even if he makes the save? A lot of spells do. Um, it just says he makes the throw or it takes one d six poison damage and moves five feet in a random direction. So I'm not sure that anything happens if he makes it. Well, either he way, he is sufficiently creeped out. Mm-hmm. He's swatting these mites <laughs> around. They don't attack him, but they're there. You summoned them. They exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like swatting around. He's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'll meet you at the sipping stone. And he like runs down. The and mites start to form against the other guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even roll initiative. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> they can't even defend themselves. <laughs> And Carlos is talking, is still talking. <laughs> what is this, man? What is this? So this, this Another is weird. Constitution it's not Are you keeping me. track of your spells? It's you just a cantrip. You can summon a million mites with a cantrip? I believe oh so, gosh. yes. All right, yeah, well, it's he's going to do a constitution saving throw. Yeah. Uh, 18. Mm. And he's going to do an arcana check. Arcana check. All right. And he got a 19. So he knows that somebody is casting a spell, creating these mites. They do not normally behave in this manner. This is you know, it's Karthus? Yes. He, he turns to Karthus and swats him on the head again. Tries to. Tries to Wait, is he on down the... on the ground? Yes. And Karthus, is he on the ground On the floor? window. He's no, in... it's a ground level. This is a one-story. Okay. okay. Yeah. Does oh, yeah, because you're talking to him. No. Your head's sticking out the window. <laughs> Well, he's if he's standing right there, he's not sticking out. He's just standing on the other side. Talking right. To him. Yeah. This time he, because he's he knows that the guy was getting pegged with rocks. He mm-hmm. knows that there's the mite thing is going on. He's freaking out. Um, he pulls his sword out for this one and doesn't eighteen hit you. No. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to me, man. <laughs> okay. But uh, hang on, just a you gonna do a luck? Yep. <laughs> so he just re-rolls it. Yeah. Eighteen again. 
You gonna do it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get three, right? Okay, this one was a seven. All right, so you kind of like duck your head back in the window, and he hits the window frame. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "What's wrong with you, dude?" He says, huh, "I ain't talking to you anymore." Turns around and walks back out into the main, <laughs> the common area. <laughs> Screw this! I'm, I'm gonna tell Gek about you. Uh, can the imp throw the last stone at him? Yeah, but he's running away at this point. Okay. <laughs> oh, the, you said he moved 80 feet away from the other one. What's the range limit? 80 feet. Okay, well, this guy was further away than the first one. Okay. Then so the imp takes flight. <laughs> well, he's running away, so he's chasing this guy down. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, running down the street. Through the air. It looks like a blue floating stone. No, I think if he's holding it, it might be. No, it's more funny. This is just this blue floating stone going through the night, kind of swooping this way and that. And he can fly at 40 feet per second. And that is faster than him. So okay. he catches up to him in a couple of seconds. Yeah. Chucks this last rock. I think he, like, drops it, and then all of a sudden it arcs, and then tries to hit him. Let's see what happens. Uh, and he it appears, the imp appears in the night sky when, okay. it, when it does that, because if it attacks, it's no longer mm-hmm. invisible. Does it? Uh, is there any reason it might have advantage on this attack roll? Other than it's cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it misses. Misses? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well... You know what? Inspiration. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, 18. That hits. Yay! <laughs> uh, max damage, 8. 8. Oh my goodness. Great. Well, he is still running. Ow! <laughs> and he looks up and he sees the M floating in the sky. It's point. I'm not piloting it at this point. I'm it's just, just giving instructions, and it points at him, and it laughs and flips him off. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. All right. Well, he's going to pull out his crossbow. We're not even in the mission. <laughs> <laughs> this is role-play okay. combat. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> he pulls out his crossbow and shoots up at it. Okay. Does a 15 hit? Yes. All right. Oh. <laughs> die and Die. <laughs> Oh, it's a D10 for a heavy crossbow. That's cool. I'm going to have to look up how much hit points he had. Uh, 12, uh, 10. 10 damage. Okay, let me see how much hit points they get if they're familiar. I hope it's like 2. Yeah, it is like, <laughs> it's like 2. You said 10? Yeah. That's probably going to do it either way. I'll double check, though. I hope so. <laughs> I hate this guy. This has never come up before. All right, so he does 10 damage. Is that, does that kill? So my imp has 14 hit points that I rolled for it. You were perfect. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, so I assume it like it takes the the arrow like right through the sternum and looks down while it's still flipping him off and looks back and uh, and his eyes get really big and it starts fluttering away. Great. Uh, the man kind of grins a little bit, but then he looks around and he starts running again. <laughs> still look pretty nervous. <laughs> So we will exit initiative. (laughs) Carthus enters the common room where Shavin was and says, I think they've gone. We can head back out now if we want. Cool. I think we're getting close to midnight, right? What's happening at midnight? I got a meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh Oh, another one? Tonight? Can we go get paid for the last one first? I'm a busy guy. (laughs) This point, I would have walked into the building, into the main room of the inn. All right, you all three arrive in the main room and standing there, like in the middle of the room, holding uh, a jar is a woman with 
with curly blonde hair and like an apron. She is the the innkeeper there, and she's just wide eyed and just drops the drops the pot, looking at all three of you. Um, are you sure you want to stay here? I mean, no. It was just recommended to us. Why? Do you have pleasant accommodations? Oh no, no. Our rooms are are dirty and uh, mice and bad. It's not com- like that's lumpy. It's I would I would check out the uh, the the uh, co- cobbler's coat. Very very nice people. Uh, beds aren't lumpy. Please please go there. Um, I I want to give her a gold piece and say. Sure, but if anyone asks, we're staying here. Sound fair? Okay. So you get you get compensated, and you don't have to deal with this. Win-win, right? Give me a persuasion. Nine. Oh, uh, okay. She puts the the gold in her pocket and kind of backs away a little bit. It's it's that way. She points out the door to the right. Have an excellent night. Thank you very much. <laughs>, laughs nervously. And walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, to answer your question, Shavin, it is getting close to midnight. We okay. were supposed to meet the guy in a couple of hours. It's been and a lot more than a couple of hours. S- no. Oh. Were we going to meet him at the, uh, the Rough Stallion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where I'm headed anyway, so perfect. Okay. All right. What's the other meeting that you were talking about? I'm supposed to meet the barkeeper about... Right. Yeah. I remembered that. Totally. About um, moving some product somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Into town, I guess. Yep. So you guys make your way towards the uh, Rough Stallion? Mm-hmm. Yes. All three of you going? Great. Uh, As we're walking, Karthus says, I think we found our uh, doppelganger. So you think it was the short man? It was either the short... It couldn't have been the tall man. Mm-mm. Came from the direction... Shay was gone, and it's either the short man or somebody else entirely. Okay. So we do know for certain that we saw Gek. That was not Gecko. Are you certain about that? Pretty certain. I do not think he would have behaved in that manner. Were there any indications that he behaved greedily in any way? Or like he wanted power? Mm. Did he call you by the wrong name or anything? He did not seem to know who I was. Hmm. I saw. And he did not contradict me when I... Well, I do know that the alley that the guy went into, I did not see the short guy and only saw Gek come out. Mm-hmm. Pull the shop and swap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if he was walking freely down the roads, why would he go into an alleyway? Mm-hmm. The heads up. We certainly have enough to, to report. Do, um... Is the rough stallion still open? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's open to the to the AM. Okay. Okay. That's why it's so rough. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, unless you guys have anything else to suggest, I think we head that way. Sounds, Sounds good. Sounds good. So you guys make your way to the rough stallion pretty easily. No interruptions. You don't run into those guards again because they went to the sipping stone. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to the door when you open it. Um, almost immediately, the, the place is a little bit rougher than it was the last time you were here. They were just getting started before um, a couple of people have joined the loot player. Um, there's more people dancing, more people laughing and drinking. Um, but as you come in, the bartender always looks up when the door opens. And he sees Shavin, 
gives them a nod, and that's where we'll end this episode. Thank you for joining us on tonight's adventure, and don't forget to tune in on Friday and Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Alaska Standard Time, to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. My name is Veda, playing Shay Trembler, and thank you guys for listening. And I'm Colton, playing Shabin the Smuggler. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. And I'm Wacy, playing Karthus Coldwell. And I'm Zeb, I'm just playing the DM. And you can catch us uh, on Instagram at Frontier underscore Fiction or on Facebook at Frontier Fiction. Please, if you like the like the podcast, leave a five-star review with a comment on iTunes. Even if you don't, you know, if you're an Android user, just, you know, get on the computer, log in iTunes. <laughs> uh, we read them on the line. All right, talk to you next week. Bye. Toodles. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> I said that so loud. How's <laughs> <laughs> that sound? I'm still recording. You're still recording? Turn it! And now it's time for our five-star review. We have a review from Matt Manticus. Matt Manticus says, A good story. I'm on episode three. I've enjoyed hearing the story and the roll of the dice. Thanks, guys. No, thank you, Matt Manticus. Thank you very much. Dead. Whack. Oh. Yay.